Hey guys, uh, thanks for tuning in for episode 15 of Cage Side Convos. Uh, coming to you live as always from American Top Team here in Watertown. I am Rick. Hey, what's up? This is Quince. Uh, so this week we're going to talk a little bit about understanding selfishness. Um, and so kind of in thinking on this topic, uh, something resonated with me this morning, even, even driving into the gym. Uh, so it's pretty snowy out, the roads are pretty shitty, and as such, I drove a little more slowly because uh, I wanted to make it here. Okay? Sure, sure. Um, so I'm driving, I'm taking the time to, uh, to think a little bit about what we're gonna talk about today and everything, and at one point, I'm, I'm on 81, speed limit's 65, Typically, I drive 75. Today, I was going about 40 in one spot. Right. Uh, tires are kind of bald on the car, so I'm you know, really taking my time. And I look up in my rearview mirror, and I see there's probably like 25 cars just lined up behind me. And the dude right behind me is right on my ass, and I can tell people are getting you know, uh, pretty antsy to get to where they're going. Right. So I, and I think this will resonate with most people. I started pressing a little harder on the gas pedal. I started feeling a little anxious because I was going a little faster, and I was really comfortable with I could feel the car start pulling a little bit and stuff and then it it really clicked with me right then that I needed to slow my ass down mm -hmm. or else I was I was gonna end up driving off the side of the road okay? right and what was kind of cool about that situation is it uh, really um, was kind of reminiscent of, of what we were or what I wanted to talk about this week is mm -hmm. that it feels selfish to be at the line of you know the front of 20 cars driving down the interstate and you know that people are waiting on you mm -hmm. you know and it feels selfish to go slow and to kind of take care of yourself because you know that they have to go slow because of what you're doing but i don't think it's it's healthy or beneficial to drive at an unsafe speed just to appease other people right, right? and i think that metaphor pretty directly <clears throat> translates over into life um I can't operate my life at a speed I'm not comfortable with or a speed that I feel like is going to be catastrophic for me just to make other people happy, just right. so other people can get to where they're going. Right? I can't make that sacrifice uh, and you know, put myself at, at risk. Right. Right? And that really ties in with, I think, how a lot of us define selfishness internally, right? We think that anytime we take time to ourselves, if somehow it might negatively affect somebody, we feel that we're being selfish, right? Um, and then the, the problem there is that if, if we are truly negatively affecting people, if we're hurting people, right, in the name of, of you know, doing whatever the hell we want, mm -hmm. then it's a problem. But if what we're doing is actually taking care of ourselves and it's actually making us better, uh, moving us forward, getting to right. our, our destination safely, right? Then it's not necessarily selfish, right? It might be better defined as maybe self-care, right? Or, or something to that effect, you know? Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, and I do think that that metaphor uh, and imagery lays it out perfectly. <laughs> you know, as far as the risks involved, um, and 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 um, you know, balancing the thought of self versus the thought of others. Sure. Um, so. You know, in that sense, understanding that for yourself is the most important. Uh, you know, I've gone through a lot of, just as far as, you know, what, what selfishness means to me. Um, I've gone, gone through a lot of changes. I was just talking about Rick, or talking to Rick, about a book I read 
years and years ago that I've been hung up on and very beside myself. Um, and it was a book by, or you know, a, a group of essays by Anne Rand called The Virtue of Selfishness. And basically she was saying that, uh, you know, we're stuck, our society is stuck in this altruistic state where, where uh, you know, we are to give to others, uh, which is good. And, you know, when we take that time for ourselves, that's frowned upon um, as something negative. You know, and, and, you know, I try and stay open-minded. I was trying to stay open-minded while reading it. Um, but she was saying that, you know, she was saying stuff like, if you give, if you give um, more of yourself than you have uh, and do for others, um, this is caused by a lack of self-esteem. You know, to do for others and not self, lack of self-esteem. I'm like, man, that's a really harsh way of looking at it. Sure. You know? Sure. And, you know, she says, you know, she would give examples like, you know, if you saw someone drowning in the lake and you jump in and, uh, you know, to try and save them and, and hold their life over yours, that's due to the fact that you have a low self-esteem. And, uh, and, and as harsh as it sounds, you know, I, I understand it better now because I, I think maybe... Uh, if you see someone drowning and say if you are, I mean, if you're a solid swimmer or if you are, if you have the tools and the skills to, um, you know, to rescue or something like that, uh, you know, it's, you know, I can see, you know what I mean? Right. Um, but, you know, it's, it, it's tough because if you don't define it for yourself um, and where you, uh, and kind of where you stand at about it, um, so I, I guess bringing it back, it wasn't until uh, I would come into situations where uh, I found myself in positions in which I could give back um, and work within the community and things like that, you know, and give myself and give my time and give my energy. Um, but I noticed that it started to take a toll, you know, started to take a large toll uh, because I got so involved with you know, trying to connect and work within the community that uh, I wasn't giving that same time and energy toward myself and my art and my goals, uh, which are the same things that led me to that position right. in order to be able to give back in the first yeah. place. <laughs> There's, uh, I'm, I'm actually, I'm starting to get, get really excited now. I'm sure you can see that. I'm yeah, man, there's there's so much to this and I'm, I'm kind of glad that we took a few minutes to, to chat about that a little bit earlier because uh, even hearing you run through it uh, in a slightly different context now, right. it's kind of helped me understand it. Um, I think that uh, so uh, so she said uh, society is altruistic, right? Um, now, I don't know how much I believe that society as a whole is always altruistic. I, I think that it's in people's nature to, to want to be altruistic and want to give back. I think what happens and maybe what caused her jaded mindset was that she felt that society was forcing you to be altruistic right. under pangs of guilt. Right. Right. So if you don't do for other people, you're a piece of shit. Right. And so that really, uh, I think the lack of self-esteem, it really leads back to what is your motivation to do for others? Mm -hmm. What is your motivation to be selfless as opposed to selfish, right? 
you gave the metaphor of, uh, you talked about if you see, saw someone drowning in the lake. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, what's your motivation to save them? Is it because you want that person to live or because you're going to feel guilty if they die? Right. And I think that that changes it, right? So if you, if you do it because, oh my God, I can't live with the fact that they died, right. Right? then it's, it's, a, it's a selfish altruism. It's a, it's a faux altruism. It's not real, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and that, I think, kind of even weaves into the stoic understanding of, you know, the, we talked about the metaphor of the archer, right? If you do your best beforehand, then the result doesn't matter. So if you do everything in your power to save that person's life, and they still die, are you gonna be able to live with yourself? And that's the, the self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, if you said you're not a strong swimmer, if you know, if you go in that water and try to save that person, you're both going to die, right. so you don't, right? And you understand that, you know, maybe you call for help, maybe you, you try to find a rope to throw, maybe you take other measures and do everything you can right. without dying to save that person, right? Can you live with yourself if you do your best? Mm-hmm. If the answer to that is yes, then I think that shows that you have a healthy amount of self-esteem mm-hmm. and you're confident with yourself, right? And, you, and you've come to peace with understanding your capabilities and you don't define that as being selfish because you know that's everything in your power. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, if, you're, if you say, well, I have to get in there and save that person and I don't care if I die because right. I can't live with the guilt of them dying, then that's that kind of selfish altruism because what's driving you to save them is your inability to cope with the guilt your lack of confidence in yourself and uh, lack of confidence in your abilities, right? right? Um, and lacking that kind of inner peace. Mm-hmm. So I think somewhere in that word jumble I just spewed out, that's kind of how I'm starting to make sense of yeah. the, the lack of self-esteem. In the, in no, the I, I like that altruism. phrase, selfish altruism. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um. <laughs> and yeah, I, th- I, d- I definitely think it's, uh, it's very motive-driven. Right. Um, and we kind of talked about, uh, again, one of the, the stoic tenets that's, that's really been resonating with me since you and I started studying it a couple months ago is that notion of doing good for the sake of doing good. Right. Uh, because you know that it is the, the just and right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, what's the reward for doing good, right? If, if you have to attach a reward to it, mm-hmm. right? So even in, in this notion, in that kind of more seemingly jaded, like Ayn Rand version of it, <laughs> if your reward for doing good is to not feel guilty, mm-hmm. that's selfish, right? If you actively do good to seek a reward, that's selfishness. Right. And we can understand the notion of not feeling guilty as a reward, Yeah. right? But <laughs> if you do something and you think, okay, well, if nobody knows about this, nobody ever finds out about what I did, I'm completely happy because I know that I satisfied the criteria of just doing good, because right. that's why I feel compelled to be as a person, Sure. right? Um, yeah, so I think a lot of it is ultimately motive-driven. Yeah, yeah. Because at first glance, you know, uh, the things that we talk about um, that derive from stoicism and the virtues of selfishness seem to contradict themselves. Yeah, you know, yes. they they yes. really do. Yeah. Um, uh, until it's broken down like that, as you know, as far as the selfish altruism or yeah. you know, reward driven right. purpose. Right, right, right. Yeah, and and that's why I mean, every week, every time we we pick a topic to talk about, one of the things that we always do is define it. Right. Uh, and, and look at what it means because I really think context matters, you know, and, and selfishness is, is just the same, you know, because I, I think that context matters. Sure. <laughs> um, and you touched on that topic of when you found yourself in a position to give back, you started giving back and then you realized it was taking a toll on you. Sure. 
right? Um, and if you just give and give and give and give and give, right. and you never take care of yourself, eventually you're not gonna be able to give anymore. Right. Um, so we kind of touched on the, you know, yeah, I guess the car metaphor is in my thing right now. Uh, but it's a notion of you using your car to give people rides, right? And every, you know, if I can, I'll, I'll give somebody a ride, sure. Yeah. But not taking care of yourself, right, is the same as not taking care of your car. If your car, well, I mean, I guess this is kind of ironic that I say this, but if your car doesn't have good tires, mm. right? Uh, <laughs> if, if your engine doesn't run, if your battery's dead, um, if your windshield wipers don't work, you know, all these myriad different things that can go wrong with your car, if, if you don't attend to that because it's selfish, right? It's not selfish to take care of your car, it's a necessity. Right. Especially, you know, if you're using your vehicle to help others, right? So, and that's a perfect metaphor for, for our, not only for our bodies, but for our minds, for our psyche, yeah. for, you know, for our spirit as well. Is if we don't take the time to take care of ourselves, yeah. we're not gonna be able to help other people. Right. And you have to understand when it's time to do that. Right? Every 3,000 miles, you're supposed to change the oil on your car, or 5,000 or 6,000, whatever the hell you get around to, right? Sure. But eventually, you gotta do Google that. it. Yeah. <laughs> right? um, that might have been a little from personal experience. <laughs> oh shit, I should probably do this. But I think that's, I mean, I think, for us, that's how it happens sometimes too, is we don't, we forget to do regular maintenance on ourselves, Right. you know? And then eventually, like you said, you realize you're at a point where it's, it's taking a toll on you. Sure. And then I know when I first started really realizing things like that, when I was giving too much, when I was getting burnt out, when I first started practicing saying no to people, mm. I felt like shit. I felt really guilty. I felt very selfish until I really started understanding um, so we talk about like rest is work, yeah. right? So saying no is work, uh, giving ourselves time to recover and be the best that we can possibly be. Because would you rather be able to give 100% to everybody that you help or try to help everybody and only give people 50%, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, so again, it's understanding the context of selfishness. Is yeah. it really selfish to say no? Sure. Or are you giving too much, you know? And setting I, that I think practice. it was, um, it reminds me of maybe Steve Jobs. Uh, there was a quote by him who was saying, you know, the number one, the number one characteristic of successful people uh, is the ability to say no. He's like, I say no 95% of the time yeah. throughout my whole day. Yeah. Um, because it is, it's, it's, do you want to give a piece of your energy and time to this and this and this and this and this and not be able to give your whole self? Right. Um, or do you want to really focus on your purpose? Right. Um, uh, and, and you know, the things that kind of drive you or the goals that you have set for yourself and where you want to be yeah. uh, and give everything toward that. Right. Uh, you know, so. Uh, one, and uh, he did pretty well. Yeah, 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 yeah I guess so. <laughs> um, one thing I, uh, uh, so how I try to practice this in, in my life is Sundays I won't do private training sessions with people. Mm. Um, and I don't know, it's, it's been a little over a year since I've really started holding myself to that every once in a great while, like I'll come in and do a training session on a Sunday here or there, but it's, it's so few and far between because I made myself hold myself accountable for having that day off, right. you know, um, taking that one day a week to just be able to do whatever I want. And what sucks is I, I have a lot of people who only have Sundays that they can come in and train. You know, not everybody's schedule lines up with mine. And I've had a lot of people uh, get in touch with me about training on Sundays or something. And saying no, it's still, like, there's still a little part of me that always, you know, kind of stings a little bit when I say no. Right. 
but I have to understand, even though it might feel like it's selfish, I made that agreement to myself that it's important to have that day off. It's mm -hmm. important to take that, that time away to rest physically, mentally, whatever. Because I know if I do that, then I can be better the rest of the week, yeah. you know, for a vast majority of the people. Uh, but it's, I mean, exactly like you're talking about, you know, it's, it's difficult to, to learn to say that sometimes. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> I remember when, at times it was most apparent, um, back when, so I've taken, you know, I don't throw as many shows as I used to, but I used sure. to throw a bunch of shows, sure. and, um, you know, of course, people would always hit me up. Artists would hit me up, and they always, they see it going on. Uh, they want to be a part of it, which is awesome, which is great, always. Um, and they want to come on and perform, yeah. you know? And and sometimes these artists aren't, you, you don't necessarily see them out in the crowd. You know, they, they just hear about it, or they see yeah. the videos or the clips, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they want to be a part of that, I get it, I understand. And at first, um, you know, I wanted everybody to be involved. Yeah. And so I would try and fit as many people in to the show as possible. And um, I would see that not everybody was as prepared. Yeah. Or, or maybe not everyone, um, you know, held themselves to, you know, a certain standard out in public. Right. Or represented themselves sure. in a way that maybe I wanted, you know, I was hoping <clears throat> that, that I would represent myself. Right. And getting him into the show, and whether it was, you know, uh, their preparedness level or, you know, how they held, held themselves, it wasn't a good match for the show, and it would throw the whole vibe of the show off. Right. And and the show is not just show, certainly not just for me. Uh, it's not just for that artist. You know, it's for everyone involved, the people that are that put the work and time, the one running sounds, the people that if they're paying money to get into you know, uh, catch the event. I mean, this is for a lot of people, the businesses that might've put money in, you know, to have themselves represented. Um, but saying yes to everybody, uh, I saw that it brought down the whole vibe. Yes. It could brought, yeah. bring down the whole vibe of the situation. Yeah. So I had to start saying no uh, a lot more often. And it, I, you know, I wouldn't just say no, I would try and let people know. I said, yeah. not, not yet. You know, right. I, I would like to see this from you. I'd right. like to see you out more, supporting more. Right. You know, I'd like to see you working on your craft a little bit more. Uh, I'd like to see you, depending on the show, yeah. you know, maybe changing your, your approach given the audience. Yeah. You know, things like that. So it's not just a straight up no. You know, I was trying to still give at the same time as I was saying no, but. Kind of encourage them to grow. Sure, but yeah, sure you know, sure. as everyone else was growing at the same time but you know it is difficult because people are going to take offense to that because they don't have they might not have the same vision and so that's uh so it's interesting to me because there's a lot going on and even in that if we explore it through the, the lens of selfishness right so your fear of appearing selfish or thinking that you're selfish or whatever caused the quality of the shows to to drop right so you knew you had to rectify that what also caused the quality of the shows to drop was their reluctance to not be selfish. Yeah. When you perform like that, when you refuse, especially when you're involved in a, in a group project like that, uh -huh. uh, you know, essentially as it is, you know, you have numerous artists, everybody's responsible to perform well if they want the group to grow. But if they only give a shit about themselves, right. they're gonna perform poorly, they're gonna act poorly, they're gonna prepare poorly, right? 
And that's very selfish. Right. Because they only care about how their little set goes. They don't see the overall picture and they don't right. care to give back. And if that if you want uh, to, to grow that community vibe, mm -hmm. right? If you if you want to have longevity in your shows, you have to think big picture and you have to yes, you know, you, you want to grow as an artist yourself, but you also have to keep the big picture in mind because this has to be recurring. Right. Anybody that has a longevity mindset knows that it's not just one performance that's going to make you. Mm -hmm. It's continual quality performances. So their unwillingness or their desire to remain selfish caused you to have to start to learn to act a little more what appeared to be selfishly. Sure. But really, it ended up being for the the greater good of the larger yes. yeah 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 absolutely <laughs> so um yeah just kind of just really really interesting how like how many different ways we can view even in that small little sure. subject you know per just perception a, of self yes, 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 yes 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 exactly it's wild thank you for cleaning that up as i remember <laughs> no that's fine you do uh, do the same for me so yeah um yeah yeah that's awesome man um passion versus purpose that yeah, you, is that you just mumble? Because I was just looking at the, the same thing. Yeah. Uh, you, um, again, another little, you know, kind of micro thing that popped up in that that I think resonates throughout all of this is uh, we talk a lot about uh, purpose, um, and most of most of the time when somebody finds a purpose that is fulfilling, it involves giving back, mm -hmm. so it involves being selfless, but it also involves the use of their passion, right, and. Uh, one of the ways I've heard passion and purpose defined is that passion is for us, purpose is for others. Right. So if our passion is for us, and we want to use our passion to find a fulfilling purpose, that means we have to be selfish, mm -hmm. right? Because passion is for mm -hmm. is strictly for us. We have to find something we love doing. Right. We have to find something we're good at. We have to find something we want to put the time into getting better at. Mm -hmm. Because if I just say, me specifically, if I just say I'm passionate about Muay Thai. I'm passionate about doing Bang Muay Thai and teaching it. If I say I'm passionate about that and I want that to be my purpose is, is spreading that art, and then I don't put any time into learning it, I don't put any time into, the, into drilling, into right. practicing, into shadow boxing, into bag work, and, and watching videos and studying, and doing seminars, if I don't put that time into that, yes. into enriching myself, into making myself better, then when I go to teach it, I'm gonna be shit. My right. purpose is gonna have no substance. Right. I'm not gonna be able to give anything back. You know, I'm gonna be driving the jalopy that won't start. I can't do shit right. with anybody. Right. You know? um, <clears throat> so it's important to to know when to be selfish, right? Air quotes around that for anybody that's not watching and just listening. Is <laughs> because you're, you know, is it really being selfish or are you bettering yourself? Mm -hmm. uh, and that comes back to the notion of, of self care, right? Sure. Um, if somebody's having a rough day and you say. Go take some time for yourself. Think about it. Meditate. Go to the spa. Go to the beach. Go relax. Go take a nap. Right. Do right. like take care of yourself. Right. Self care is important. Right? We'll tell everybody all the time. Self care is important. But when we do it, it's selfish. Right. Mm -hmm. if, if I say, "Well, I'm gonna go take a nap," like, oh, that's selfish. Right. Fuck that, man. I need to rest. <laughs> you know, I, I need to study. I need to train. I sure. need this because I want to be better long term, so I can give back. Yeah. So understanding that maybe it's not always selfish to take that time away to yourself. Sure, sure. <coughs> you know, and it's kind of it's kind of the chicken or the egg, which came first, sure, you know, sure, passion sure, or sure, purpose. Sure. Um, you know, and I guess just speaking for myself, uh, I, 
I don't think that I set out to, um, you know, put on the community or put together the work within the community. I, I didn't set out for that. Um, you know, I set out to find what I was passionate about, what really gave me that, 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 that lust for life, I guess, uh, and what helped me to become better, uh, you know, on a daily basis. And I think once I found that, the purpose started to, you know, it's like when you're, when you're shining something, when you're brushing the dirt off something, you start to see the form behind it. Sure. You know, that's kind of what it was. And it almost became like, you know, once you have this passion or platform um, or reach, you know, the, the purpose almost becomes uh, almost like a sense of responsibility. And, and I don't think it can work the other way first. I mean, you can do good to do good uh, just because other people might say, you know, you should do this. This is good for, you know, this is good for the community. But like, how, how long will you be doing it? You know, just it's like working a job for the money. If you're not really there for the money, how long is it going to keep your attention before you start drifting off and, and just not being true to yourself? So kind of motive driven. Motive driven. Again, bringing yes. back that, that kind yes. of notion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but now if I'm doing something that I love, that's, yeah. that's, that's giving me life every single day, and I'm using that same intention um, or practice or mindset and sharing that with the community and that's what I'm and that's that's what becomes the purpose right. because that doesn't take anything from me because I'm giving I'm giving to myself and through self you know I can get further yeah um, and it's continual and it's that whole longevity right. mindset that you're talking about right right right, yeah. right, right. yeah 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 absolutely man that's a uh, yeah you know are, are you know are we doing it because other people think we should or are we doing it because we know that's what's going to drive us mm -hmm. and again I mean if you uh, you know the motive of it if you do something just because you're worried about external responses or external stimulus then it's going to be short-lived mm -hmm. and it's it's not going to be purposeful it's sure. again it's that kind of that that selfish altruism that faux altruism you mm -hmm. know it's yeah, I'm doing it, and yes, it's a good thing, but I'm doing it to satisfy somebody else. I'm doing right. it for the reward, and maybe it's the reward of, you know, somebody's getting off my back about it. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's the reward of, you know, yeah, okay, I made that person happy, <clears throat> which, yes, if, if you look at it, altruism is inherently impossible because there's no such thing as complete and true selflessness. There's always going to be some sort of feeling of, internal gratitude you know but is it you know again I, I like to think about it in the context of if nobody ever knows that I did this will I be good with the fact that I did it yeah. you know you I think you had a great quote before we even started when we were chatting before you said uh the eyes don't seek reward for seeing yeah and I'm like damn that's yeah. spot on yeah spot uh, on yeah that's uh right from uh, Marcus Aurelius was it um, yeah, yeah he talks about that um and I think he a few other body parts like the legs don't seek reward for walking and stuff sure. like that yeah but uh it's you know it's our duty it's our it's our purpose mm -hmm. you know it's it's what we're here for is i feel is, is to do good sure. you know and it, you have to do it without any sense of reward you know any sense of external reward you know um external reward. Right. external yeah, I, yeah, yeah i'm yeah. glad you broke that <laughs> yeah. up and so the internal reward, like I said, uh, you, you get into the paradox of altruism in that 
nothing's inherently altruistic because even if you just have the internal reward of mm -hmm. I, you know, just I did the right thing right. and that makes you happy, but that has to be enough. You have to, you know, uh, seek your own applause. Again, yeah. you know, a little stoic throwback. Uh, but knowing that you can be happy and content with what you've provided the world, sure. because that's that's all that matters is, is how you feel about it inside. Now, linking that back into selfishness is you have to make sure that you can provide the absolute best to the world. Right. You have to hold yourself to that standard, you know. Um, and that's where that's where discipline is huge. Mm -hmm. It's because I like to define discipline as the agreement with yourself to achieve your goals, mm -hmm. right? The agreement with yourself to do better, right? And in order to do better, sometimes we have to take that time to, to build ourselves, you know? And it takes a long time. It's a lot of trial and error, sure. learning when to say no, learning how to say no. Uh, and yep, we're gonna make mistakes. Like I've, I've definitely said no before and realized afterwards, like, ah, that was me. I, I just said no because I wanted to stay home and I didn't want to put in the effort. Right. Well, that's kind of fucked up and that is selfish, you know? But you have to make that mistake to understand where to draw sure. the line. Sure. You know, you start out being too selfish, then you go to being too selfless, then you right. come back to being a little too selfish, then you give a little too much, you just constantly play that back and forth mm -hmm. over time, hoping to kind of strike that middle ground. Right. You know, right. Uh, and, and learning the difference the whole time. Sure. You know? Right. <clears throat> yeah, you know, I, I think essentially, uh, given the fact that we're here and we're talking about understanding selfishness, uh, you know, it's, it is going to be defined differently throughout each individual. You know, yeah, there are yeah. certain core, just like, you know, everything else, there are certain core um, uh, values or ideas that I think will be shared. But, you know, it is through that personal <laughs> trial and error uh, that you can really find your own footing. You know, um, we talk a lot about our own experiences, uh, which help us find our footing, helps me find my footing in it. Okay. Uh, it you know, and better understand it. Uh, but other people, uh, I think, will be able to find or come to similar conclusions, uh, you know, if they're honest with themselves and use their own stories <laughs> and, and yeah. personal reflection in it. Honest with themselves. Yeah. Uh, I think, and, that, and this is this is something that uh, that really really bugs me a lot. But um, I think it's the the honesty part is important because um, there's something something that happens, and I've been struggling with finding the most succinct way to explain it. But essentially, using negative character traits as an acceptable excuse to be selfish. So the example right here that I, I really like to use is uh, people who are chronically late. Mm. People who are late to every single thing that they do. You, you were almost on time. <laughs> <laughs> but but when, when people are, you know, our people are chronically late and they say, Oh man, sorry. You know, they just say I'm just always late. I'm just always late to everything. That's that's what I do. That's you know, that's who I am as a person. That's a negative character trait because if it wasn't a negative character trait, they wouldn't feel the need to explain it. Okay. Yeah. Now, if if we take a moment, we reflect on that, and we're honest with ourselves, mm -hmm. and I do this exercise all the time. This is one thing that keeps me from being late is because I know that if I define it in this way, if I say I'm late because I value my time more than I value the other person's time. Yeah. That I think is a very selfish definition of it. Right? And I shit man, even even this morning, even coming to class, I was laying in bed, I was super warm, I knew it was shitty outside, and I didn't want to get up and I was like, ah, what's the worst that's gonna happen? I'm gonna be late. And 
I'm going to be late because I was selfish and I took too much time sitting in my sure. bed, you know? So an exercise like that, and it, it might seem a little brutal, it might seem a little scathing, but I feel like it's honest. That's my honest definition of selfishness, you know? And yeah. maybe, again, maybe that's just my truth, but. Yeah. No, uh, 100%. And, uh, I just hope no one from work is watching this <laughs> because it sums it up right there. You know, um, I hope no. everyone's from work is watching this and they all show up on time tonight. <laughs> oh man, no, it, it, I do agree. It, you know, and it is brutal, but that is, um, it's a good place to start. Sure, it's a good place to start. Yeah. But yeah, and it's it's hard to be honest with ourselves in that context, right. you know. And it's it's weird how we'll we'll flip-flop around on our definition of, of what it is to be selfish. You know, we'll, we'll give so much in, in one area, but if it requires like true sacrifice or true self-evaluation, maybe we'll be a little more forgiving in the definition of selfishness. For sure. Well, I'm, all, I'm always late. I'm always late. Like, hey, you're fucking always late. Cause, cause yeah. you're so, you know, and it's the defeatist <laughs> attitude. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. Like I can't do anything about this, Right. which is bullshit. It's hard to do something about it. And maybe it doesn't ever change, but, if you're actively working on it, if you start trying, that's all anybody can ask for, you know? And yeah, like I said, I know it's a little, maybe a little scathing, but I feel like sometimes that's, that's a necessity of the situation. Sure. And if you evaluate it like that, and if you don't agree, then that's fine. You know, if that doesn't match your definition of selfishness, that's fine, you know? But um, I think it's an interesting point of self-exploration too. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, Another one uh, is uh, people who just say whatever the hell they want all the time. Right, right, right. And they, they give you that excuse like, well, I'm just honest. Like, are you, are you just honest? Are you, are you so self-absorbed <laughs> right. that you can't help Attention just say whatever the hell? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. You just got to say whatever the hell is on your mind. Like, okay, all right. Sure. Maybe take a step back and do a little you know, self-evaluation and see, mm -hmm. which I have actively done. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I tend to be, uh, I can have a propensity of being uh, kind of a scathing individual sometimes and just popping off at the mouth, but understanding that as being selfish and uh, unnecessary. You know, if there's not something positive to be gained out of something I have to say, I try to make sure I refrain from saying it. And I don't succeed on that a lot. And it's definitely a point of progress. You know, something I, I actively try to work on is all right, well, am I just saying this because I don't give a shit what that person feels about this? Or am mm -hmm. I saying it because I feel like this person will benefit from what I have to say? Sure. <laughs> um, and, you know, try not to be selfish about it, self-absorbed. You know? Right. Somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, I mean, I think we knocked out all the, yeah. all the bullet points that we yeah, had yeah. And, and then some. Yeah, and then so probably, probably should have wrapped it up on a more positive note. <laughs> Let me get up on my soapbox <laughs> and ending it with a perfect example of what it is to be selfish. So, you all listen to how I feel about the world. <laughs> um, oh man! But yeah, I think kind of kind of to wrap it up though. I think one of the the big um, sweeping uh, kind of concepts that that I like to think of in selfishness is is understanding how to set healthy boundaries, mm -hmm. um, learning to define selfishness 
between, you know, is it selfish or is it taking care of ourselves? Is it self-betterment? Is it self-enrichment? Or is it, or are we truly just doing it because fuck everybody else? Right. You know? um, I, I think it's, a, it's certainly been an important exercise for me and yeah. a, a, a very key point for, for self-evaluation and uh, I hope self-betterment, you know what I sure. mean? Sure, um, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's how you end it. That's <laughs> awesome. Uh, Quince, man, as always, it's a great conversation. Thank you guys for tuning in. Yeah, stay warm out there. We'll catch you uh, next week. Next week.